This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. The pocket that you know. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this a couple of days before NBA free agency gets underway. And what a day it's been. If we sound different to all you people watching us live or later on the audio, it's because we had to get a new mixer today because the other one went out like two hours before we were going to record. And I panicked because I'm like, I have to get this done before the start of NBA free agency. It's almost good that it happened today because if it would have happened on NBA free agency, I probably would have killed morgan for some reason she would have just been the person to blame i would have been in the way of all of his anger and all the violence would have just come my way would have had to accept it too but we are here and connected and that's exciting buckle up morgan okay two days away from nba free agency how are you feeling about it um i'm excited because if you look down the list of free agents around the nba it's not even that's what's so fun about free agency. It's fun for basketball fans, right? Mm. Now, obviously, when your team has so much cop spice, it makes things a little bit more interesting. Yeah, we're like elitist right now. Yeah. We've got money mm. to spend. Oh, 30 plus mil. Oh, okay, mm. I guess. What can I get with this? <laughs> so dumb, but true. So we're going to play spin the free agent wheel today. Uh, I think the other thing that people are eager to see is just the the showdown between Woj and Shams for breaking news. Because I felt like draft night just wasn't the same. You know, you had Woj not spoiling picks. Shams still doing it. They weren't going toe to toe. This is kind of, this is their finals. This is their moment. Yeah. No, I, I guess you could say that. I think there was, there was moments that Woj couldn't help himself. And then there was moments, the little yeah. digs in some of these tweets, too, that came along after. Um, but, yeah, I, I I do appreciate the drama. It reminds me of reality television mixed in with a little bit of basketball. Don't ask me why I thought of this earlier today. Why did you think of this earlier today? No, I didn't pop an edible at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I was sitting here and, and okay. I thought, man... Those two, Shams and Woj, have this, like, rivalry. Yeah. If you've read about it. Like for real. They used to work together. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, Woj goes ESPN, and Shams is doing leading coverage at Yahoo at one point. They they are super competitive guys. They want to... They I'm not going to say they want to kill each other. No. They want to beat each other to any breaking news. If, if Twitter tweeting like breaking news was a weapon and it could hurt one or the other they want to be the best at that they would want to damage one or another's lives with those tweets yes like it's it's not even about anyone else it's just between them two and when i say that it's no disrespect to all the people who who break news it's 
for us as people who consume these tweets, we enjoy the battle that goes on between these two great reporters. So earlier today, I was hanging out and I was like, what if there was an action movie, like a violent action movie trailer okay. about... Woads and Shams during NBA free agency. A lot of violence with you today. Was this before or <laughs> after the road broke that you thought of this? Uh, this was during it. This okay. was during it. <laughs> okay. So uh, I, I went to chat GPT and had them write me a short action, a violent action movie trailer. You actually typed in violent action movie yeah. trailer? Okay. With Shams and Woj going head to head during NBA free agency. And this would be really great if I actually like still had it here um, in front of me, but I don't know where it went. <gasps> it's great. Oh, here we okay, go. Here okay. we go. So, oh, there's a narrator too. I <gasps> decided I was gonna put some music, but I'm just gonna do the whole thing. Okay. You don't get to do anything. Okay. Oh, you don't want me to play one or the other? Uh, if you can get to the Shams line, it'd be great. But I, I don't know that you're gonna do it. That his line is that. What's wrong with that line? Nothing. Can you read it? I'm about to do it now. Yeah. Okay. That's my one line? That's your one line. That's all Shams says. It's a trailer. It's not a movie. Okay. 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 Let me let me think of my inner Shams. Okay. Okay. I have it highlighted for you. And so it's when... this violent. Yes. Okay. okay. All, right, all, right, all right. Here we go. I'm going to set the tone. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is a action movie. Very violent, very okay. violent about Shams and Woj Rambo during shit. free agency. Okay. Okay. In a world where the stakes are high and breaking news is a matter of life and death, you got quick shots of Woj and Shams, their eyes filled with determination and hints of madness. Two NBA insiders will push the boundaries of morality, ready to cross any line to claim the exclusive story. Explosive action sequence intercut with shots of newsroom chaos. Yes. Adrian Wojnarowski, a relentless warrior fueled by ambition and the insatiable hunger for spotlight. Woj shown aggressively interrogating sources, his fists clenched with unwavering resolve. I'll dig deep and expose secrets and let nothing stand in my way. That's Woj. Okay. Sham Sharania, a cunning strategist. Will strategists willing to sacrifice everything for the truth. Sharania has shown breaking into secure facilities, hacking through firewalls. His line, the world deserves to know, no matter what the cost. Fast-paced montage of Woj and Sharania engaged in violent cl clashes. Yes. Okay, <laughs> explosions, gunfights. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Too violent? Yeah, too violent. No, laser bombs. gun. Laser? They're not even bombs. Lasers. Laser, laser, laser okay. guns. Yes! High speed car chases. Yes, yes, yes. More explosions. Yes. Oh my god. Who will survive this battle of ego and power? It's a final shot of Woj and Sharania. Bloodied, bruised, facing off in an abandoned warehouse. Prepare for a no-holds-barred clash of NBA insiders. Insiders. Fury. Coming soon. Holy shit. Holy shit. Are no. We, are we going? I'm, I'm in? all in. And the whole time I really wanted to play Shams and I really wanted to get into it. But I realized like it just looked stupid and I tried stopping myself. I was in it. 
in it. Yeah. That would. Are you in? I'm in. I honestly, someone needs to animate that or something. That's amazing. <sighs> amazing. I picture Shams with like no shirt on, just like the Rambo like <laughs> bullet things across him. But only lasers. You you only want lasers. But they're laser bullet things. Yeah. Can I, can I just say I knew when I played this, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, that's too aggressive. I had the laser ready. <laughs> that's, uh, I literally Did was you like, really I was know like, that? I'm gonna have sound effects. Morgan's gonna say that this gun is too much. It's just yeah, I just don't do good with that. Yeah. <gasps> I pictured blood. I pictured like the cops chasing Shams while he's like mm -hmm. tweeting and driving and like talking to agents. That amazing. You know, sometimes you you, wow. you try things on a show and you're like, I don't know if that was good or not. No. Here's what I know. I was entertained by it myself. And I, that's I guess that's all that matters I at this moment. Honestly don't care if anyone liked it or not, because that was truly something that <laughs> touched my heart and needs to be made. Well, We've got a lot to go over tonight because, like we Wait, said, no, we. I just want to do movie stuff now. I don't even want to talk. <laughs> I don't have. I don't have any other movie trailer stuff lined up. <laughs> Nothing ready in the board. Uh, can I be honest? What I did have a horror movie one, but I didn't really prepare. Like I have not even read it myself. Do you have a? Do you have music though? I mean, it's pretty easy to get music. Morgan. Okay, because the can... sound effects definitely like you're added. Not, you're not gonna get the same sound effects. That's Morgan. fine. That's fine. Oh my god, I love that you're just doing this. One more before we. <laughs> oh my god, why am I doing this? <laughs> because I'm, cl I'm clapping and okay, begging okay. for it. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you do things, Morgan, and you just don't know. Chat GPT has to chat GPT has to load a little bit here, so oh, I, I don't know what, what's happening. We're we're having issues with Chat GPT. No, nope. You're gonna work because I want this. I oh, want oh, this. It's loading. It's okay. Loading. Okay. A horror film. <laughs> we should do like a rom com between them. Again, I did not prepare that, <sighs> and it's loading right now, so it's taking forever. I actually, I did look. I, I did have a trailer for an action comedy, but it, I don't think it was that good. Okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll maybe save it late in the show because all it's, right, it's, all right. it's not working. Save it. Uh, nonetheless, NBA free agency is coming up, and Woj and Shams will be battling breaking news <laughs> left and right. Lasers. And I imagine the Kings are going to be in the news a lot. It's crazy to consider, like you mentioned at the start of the show, Morgan, that the Kings have a ton of cap space. That cap space did go down a little bit today because they picked up Kessler Edwards' team option for next season. Pays them about $1.9 million. It doesn't matter. They still have a shit ton of cap space to go out and make moves. I think what's so interesting, reading some of the coverage, hearing some of the people talk about this, both nationally and locally, people just wondering, what are the Kings trying to accomplish here? And there's a lot of speculation. I felt like the first moment all this came out on draft night when they cleared cap space, it was, hey, I think they might be making a run at Draymond. Mike Brown knows him. They need defense. Draymond's a free agent. Vivek likes Warriors. And so everyone was kind of pushing that for a day. Mm -hmm. That's kind of backed off a little bit it now. Has. You heard the Kyle Kuzma stuff. It seems mm -hmm. like that's kind of backed off a little bit by now. I think I've just come to a realization that, or I've come to accept the fact rather that you can play the guessing game all day long when it comes to what the Kings are going to do. This front office doesn't leak anything. Like, w please tell me when we heard about a Sabonis 
for Halliburton trade on the rumor mill. Please tell me when you heard before free agency that the Kings were going to go land Malik Monk. Like, we just don't hear this stuff. We didn't know that they were going to trade with Kevin Herter. We knew they had conversations in the past with the Hawks, maybe about John Collins. They end up with Kevin Herter. My whole point is, it seems like all these NBA insiders, the national pundits are going, yeah, Malik, people wondering what the Kings are going to do. And I, I dig it. Of course, I love the rumors. But to be honest, I don't have a problem not knowing that the Kings are going after all these names. I I I dig it because I think for so many years we were one of those teams where the rumors, if any, if any, would get out. And it always seemed to be negative. And now it seems like you you just have a group of people that not only keep it within, but there's strategy to that. There's a reason why they do that. And especially, you know, I know we're going to be talking about people like OG Ananobi, but um, when you're talking to other professionals like Masai Ujiri, you're, you want that stuff to stay in. You don't want anything to leak in a narrative to help him in any way, shape or form. I mean, we always go over, like we can only imagine what he's like negotiating with or, and or against whatever it may be. So for the Kings to not have anything leaked, I love it. Um, drama factor wise, don't love it because uh, I love a good NBA rumor. Yeah. You want more juice out, but I'm cool with this when it's the team that I root for and I cover. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. Love it. Don't uh, love it? No. I mean, of course, you want, like, as a fan, you want some rumors yeah. to get out there. But From other teams. this time of year, it's just, I don't really believe much. Mm. And that's a good point because usually the rumors are getting out there because somebody wants to create a narrative. It's an agent. It's another yep. team. It's an opposing team. It's constantly leaking things left and right. Just like the Draymond thing was pushed so much. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if, like, the Kings got to a point, and maybe they don't because the stuff moves quick, that they met or they meet with Draymond in the future. But you're, like, breaking it down like this. Draymond's using them maybe for leverage. They have a clutch connection. Mm -hmm. Clutch represents Draymond. Clutch represents Deer and Fox. Mm -hmm. And you could satisfy, like, anyone in the organization that would be like, hey, we want him. All right, we met with him. You know, it just checks so many boxes. I just can't envision a scenario where Draymond Green decides to leave the Golden State Warriors after they moved on from Jordan Poole. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yes. I mean, yeah, you could go down the list, yeah. but you just start there and end there. That is that is the number one thing. I mean, all the memes that came out afterward, like Draymond behind the scenes on the phone saying, like, it worked, we did it, or, you know, whatever. It, right. it was Draymond all along. He obviously had so much influence with that. And you do have Mike Dunleavy Jr. saying, like, we want Draymond here. But he also said that about wanting Jordan Poole four more years. So, obviously, he's just going to say things to make his players happy. Good job. That's what you should do. Don't make things weird. But at the same time, like, it's it's empty to me. It doesn't mean anything when he says that. We mentioned that the Kings cap space went down just a little bit after picking up the team option for Kessler Edwards. We didn't see a ton of Kessler Edwards last year. There were some glimpses. I have no problem with them keeping him on the team. Yeah. No, neither do I. There was moments where you would see, like, there's potential there. 
Now, defensively, especially defensively. Um, but I, I think where the Kings want to go, you know, you want to make sure that you keep making your roster better and better. But I think that's exactly the type of player you want with depth. And I don't know his contract um, or how much they are spending on him. I already told you in the, just a oh, minute you did? ago. Yeah, $1.9 million. Oh, you did? Mark. Okay, but I was going to say, but it's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have Shams lasers yeah, in my no, head. Yeah, no, it's fine. You're yeah. really distracted yeah, yeah, by yeah. the potential movie that's coming out. For sure. Uh, he did play 22 games with the Kings last year uh, in the regular season. He had three starts, so limited sample size, shot just under 35% from three. And I think that's really going to mean everything when it comes to where he goes in his NBA career. All right, if you're going to get the chance, go out there and defend. Can you knock down the three on a consistent basis? I think that goes to like any three yes. and D, potential three and D guy. If you're not knocking down threes, it's going to be tough to play you. Like, cause, cause Kessler Edwards, you're going to get open looks in this offense. You have to knock them down. I know some people in our discord have mentioned Josh Akogi, and I just can't get over the fact watching Josh Akogi in the playoffs where I've never seen a player get so many wide open corner threes and then miss mostly all of them. And it's like, that's the difference, right? You knock that down. You're a legit three and D specialist. If not, it's tough to count on you, especially in the playoffs. That's it. If that is what is going to be identified as your role. And yeah. then you're not even, you're not even meeting that goal halfway. You know, it's not even about being like, Oh, executing as an elite play role player every single night in that corner from that open three but like you got to get there consistently at some point you yep. have to be efficient at some point and um that's why i'd hope with someone like kessler edwards who's six eight and like we've already mentioned has that defensive mentality especially getting his hands up in the passing lanes and staying with guys yeah keep working on that you got guys driving to the basket on this squad and um can hit you on the outside and then you become a threat and it just everything stays open beautiful offense god the kings are just gonna keep stacking up those shooters huh i hope so goals now what can they do in free agency so uh i had an idea for today we are gonna spin the wheel of free agents slash trade targets i put a list of names maybe i'm missing some it's oh. you're not gonna see them okay yet. okay and we're gonna spin the wheel whoever it lands on we're gonna talk about um I love that. D a question. Yes. Was it this new road machine that came into your life that gave you all these ideas? Like, I, lo I love all these things. Morgan, this happened pre-road machine going down. And it okay. was not fun because I had to start all over. And okay. yes. So no, this is not inspiring me because there's a chipmunk voice filter. Okay. That is so cool. <laughs> okay. So do you want to start playing it now? Yes. All right. Let's... um. Morgan insisted we have music if we're going to do this. Any, yeah, anything with a game show. All right. Hey, welcome in to NBA Spin the Wheel. We spin the wheel. We'll talk about whatever free agent or trade target that could make sense for the King's Eye. I'm your host, Deuce Mason. Uh, I've got some sidekick here. Uh, What's your name? What's your name? Morgan. Oh, hi, Morgan. Good, good to see you. You just get hired here? What? Why, why are we trading? Why are we putting me down? I don't know yet. <laughs> All right. I'm so really good at games. Here's the deal. The Host. chat, you can participate too, what you think. All right. Let's start by spinning the wheel. Oh Let's see God. what lands on. All right. Spin it. Who's it land on? 
Kelly Oubre. Hey, Morgan, Kelly Oubre, a free agent, spent last year with the Charlotte... I'm not going to do this voice the whole yeah, time. Yeah, don't do the voice uh, the, the whole Charlotte time. The Charlotte Hornets. How do you feel about Kelly Oubre as a potential free agent target? Okay. Let's start with his time with the Warriors. And the, why, the reason why I go back to that, Mike Brown was there, right? Yeah. Not acting like Mike Brown was the head coach there, but you had some of the best players around you and you just couldn't make it work. You couldn't. They were a little banged up then too. They Don't were forget banged about up. That. I think my biggest concern with Kelly Oubre is health. Does he fit for that type of offense the Kings are running? Like that's the offense he struggled with. He struggled with the fact that he had to move a little bit off ball. He's more of like an ISO guy. He can get it going. He likes to get his shot up. I see the appeal because he's long, he's athletic, and he does get it going. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if that's going to be the right fit for this Kings offense. Last four seasons, yeah, played 56 games, okay. 55 games, 76 games, 48 games last year. Okay. And so that's why I brought up health because you and I were talking about availability. We had a whole podcast about it and how important that is. And I'm not acting like... Those are the worst. We've seen worse numbers when it comes to health. And Kelly Oubre last year also within those 48 games was averaging 20 points a game. He also did not shoot it well from three. And he takes a lot of threes. Yes. He shot, if I'm not mistaken, just under 32%. Yep. 32%. Now, I don't know. Are you on a bad team? Are you just chucking? If you're on a better team, are you a little more disciplined? Is life a little easier for you? Are you getting better looks? Yeah, it's possible. But... Kelly Oubre to me is kind of those. I, I I can't imagine him commanding a massive salary on the free agent market. If he's there as a you know a role player, and Mike Brown thinks he's a good fit, okay, not I, mad at. I used to be really high on Kelly Oubre too, but yeah, twenty seven years old, and um, it it doesn't it just doesn't doesn't spin the wheel for me. Does that work? <laughs> Tsunami Poppy, that is his nickname. Morgan, his eyes, though, his oh, eyes are all NBA. We know his eyes are definitely all NBA, like probably some of the best eyes in the league. Beautiful. Um, Let's see here. I want to get to some more people in the chats. Uh, Jake says, hell no. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, Homer James says, Uber Why? is six out of 10 on the want on the king scale. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, let's see. You want to spin the wheel again? Um. Yes, please. All right, let's re. Oh, I should have eliminated Kelly Oubre's name. Well, if he pops up again, we have to we'll eliminate. All right, let's re-spin. spin it again. Let's spin Wait, it again. Music. Yeah. Oh, an interesting name popping up. Okay. A controversial name. A guy that, if you look at his numbers, you may be very intrigued. Spent last year with the Dallas Mavericks. He's a free agent this year. The one and only Christian Wood. His fit with the Kings doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're what, you you're, need a big. You need a backup big. Yeah. So he he's one of those frustrating players, right? And I think yes. something that you hear about first team all frustrating. Yes, and some of the more frustrating things that we've heard about him in his game is that is how he wants to work on his defense. He doesn't want to. He wants to play offense, and sometimes he is fantastic offensively, and other times you're like, hey, shot selection, bud, what are you doing? Like, why are you still – just because you made three threes 
and are and like had a little hot streak doesn't mean the next four possessions now you come down have a turnaround you know fall away jumper that just goes in and out and waste an offensive possession for your team like he doesn't things don't click for him as a team player that's the biggest thing and i think that's why he's bounced around i don't think many people question his talent and when he's engaged he had a stretch last year where he's blocking everything and he's playing in control i feel like he gets into business for himself sometimes and this was a mavs team i think in desperate need of a front court presence and they played him 26 minutes a night he averaged 16 points seven rebounds 1.1 blocks 51% shooting, 37.6% from three. The numbers on paper, like, why wouldn't you want that? I think he's just a frustrating player because it's inconsistent effort. Now, when I take a flyer on this guy, I just don't know what he's going to command on the right. open market in a situation where there are a ton of teams with cap space out there. And who would be willing to give him a lot of money after seeing last year with Dallas and Houston before that? I, I think he might be one of those guys that's sneaky cheap. And can help be impactful if he buys in. If he buys in, coming off the bench, he only started 17 games last season with Dallas and 27 years old. Again, like you're going in that 27 year old range. And I and the reason why I'm trying to flip and say some positive things because I think we do that whenever, especially with this wheel. There's going to be a lot of guys that we just go, well, this, this, and this. But there's they're NBA players. There's still a lot of good things that they can do. And can Mike Brown bring something else out of them? Is it situational? All right, you want to spin the wheel Hell again? Yeah, All right, give it a spin. More, okay. give it a spin. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my God, right. it has the thing. All right, who's it gonna land on? Oh ho ho ho! Morgan Reagan. You already know. My guy. We don't even need to talk about him. Jeremy Grant. <laughs> Here's why I do want to talk about Jeremy yeah. Grant for a second. That's a duh. The rumors have just not been out there. Okay. And again. Maybe I'm looking too much into it, but when the rumors are out there about the Kings and Jeremy Grant, I'm going, maybe they're really into him, and we just haven't heard about it. He's a perfect fit. I don't know what the Blazers are doing. It's so weird. I feel like it changes by the hour. Hey, is Dame going to be there? Is he not going to be there? What are they going to do with this young core? You just look at how they handled the draft, what they did last year. You think, why don't they just kind of go young here, trade Dame, and, and move forward? But it doesn't seem like the Blazers are going that route, at least at the moment. I wonder what Jeremy Grant would command on the open market. I feel like it'd be really, really expensive, almost uncomfortably expensive, like approaching that 28 to 30 million a year uh, deal. But man, Morgan, he he can defend multiple positions. He, he could score. He, deserve, he deserves that money. And not only that, I think what we've seen with his career, obviously – when we saw him take a leap in Denver and then go to Detroit, go to Detroit. Yeah. what, what was the biggest difference was he didn't have to be that guy in Denver. And so then it was like, everyone still at that moment was like, wow, who can get Jeremy Grant next? But you know what? I feel like people shit on him a bit because it's like, well, you went there and you score like, cool. You, you, you put up points on a bad team. Like no. that almost, that's almost a knock against him for some. No. And I, that for me, no. And I think, I think when you look at, him in detroit it's like there's so many other problems in detroit right like it's not it's not like you can just so many people want a a really good nba player he should be able to carry any team it's like well no let's settle down it's roster construction and a lot of other things need to work as well but um but then 
what we've seen with Portland. He played 63 games last year. Yeah. And I I love now going by the games too and just kind of looking at their track record of what kind of player they are and do they stay on the floor. And I think with someone like Jeremy Grant being around other healthy players like the Sacramento Kings have shown in this last year and what they've been working on and good players, he would fit in perfect. Yeah, perfect. I mean, you you like to cite the, the game is played. 63 last year before going down. Uh, 47 in Detroit. I know. Now, they also went in tank mode. Uh, the year before that, 54. And then with Denver, 71, 80, 81. The thing's going against him. He's going to be 29 years old. He is coming off a year where he averaged 20 points a game. He shot 40% from three-point land on 5.7 attempts, 47% from the field. Uh, I just like his defensive versatility. Yes. I like the fact that he can switch out the guys. He plays physical. He could attack. And I think he'd get some great looks in Sacramento. He, to me, is exactly the type of player they need. One knock on him, I guess, throughout his career doesn't really get high rebound numbers. So that would be something you would have to address elsewhere or something if, with whatever cap space you would even have left after landing someone like that but god that's that's a guy i want hey with mike mike brown i'd be like put a body on someone or i'm i'm benching your ass jeremy yeah. grant i mean truly like there's just a different stand I, not like that but there is a different standard there and again so how many people have you heard in this off season that aren't even covering the sacramento kings they just cover the league and they go man that King squad, they were coached like a college team. And that, I think that is one of the biggest compliments you can get, especially when you have the buy-in as these grown men and young men are all buying into this system and wanting to do these things for their coach. I did not mean to play that sound. That was eliminating Jeremy Grant from our spin the wheel. Goodbye, um, Jeremy. Yeah, I, I feel like they could have a chance at him. But, I, you know, we also haven't seen... The Kings have this type of cap space with Monty McNair leading the way. Like, I don't know. Is this is that the type of move he would make? Would he commit that type of big time money to a player like Jeremy Grant or Kyle Kuzma? Or would he like to spread it out a sure. little bit more? Sure. And and maybe and maybe that's gonna be the direction they go instead and they develop guys and um they're already showing promise that they can make big leaps with the pieces they have in developing um guys within their system i you know i don't i don't know the answer anymore i used to think it was like you gotta add one more big player on this squad if you really want and you're seeing you're just seeing teams like the denver nuggets year after year after year keep you know adding um uh bruce um brown, brown. thank you my mind was not going there adding bruce brown and then obviously michael porter jr uh being healthy and being able to help Jamal Murray and Jokic, obviously. It was just like all the perfect storm, but they were patient with it and they kept developing their guys. And um, I think maybe the Kings would want to go in that direction too. Jeremy Grant also is used to playing with a big who likes to pass in Jokic, likes a bonus. He also knows Jordy Fernandez. Jordy Fernandez was a coach on Michael Malone's staff in Denver. Yes. He's also playing playoff games. He's had to guard LeBron, AD. He's had some tough matchups. Donovan Mitchell, he has the ability to defend, and I think he would be a huge... Like, the fact that he could get you buckets and he could defend, he is long, multiple positions he could defend. I'm all about Jeremy Graham. Yeah. 
All that, right. That was, my first answer was duh. Okay, sorry. Sorry for talking like, about way it to on elab- a podcast. Way <laughs> to elaborate and analyze. Hey! Next up, Grant Williams, who is a free agent, of course, spent the last, really, his whole career with the Boston Celtics. Um, He's a name that I feel like is growing on me more oh. and more because... Um, one, he's been on really good teams. Mm-hmm. Two, he's got that dog. Yep. He's not afraid to talk shit. And you know what? He talked shit to Jimmy one time and Jimmy cooked him. I get that. But I think he has the physicality and the size, the defensive versatility. And he is someone that definitely could have a good impact on the Sacramento Kings. Plus, he can knock down the three a little and bit. And he's still super young. I mean, 24 years old. And you, you talk about him having that dog-like mentality. And everyone wants that type of player. Everyone wants that type of player on the roster, right? The, the guy that they can just go to for that energy burst. And there was chaotic moments from Grant Williams where you're like, wow, can you not even make a shot? And then there's other moments where it's like, give Grant Williams the ball. He is on one. And defensively, what he would add, obviously, when he would stay under control with his body. And there's a lot of good things about him. Uh, How much, what is his price going to be? It's going to be much cheaper than a Jeremy Grant or a Kyle Kuzma. And that's where you start thinking about if you're Sacramento, okay, Bring back HB. You add Grant Williams. Sasha comes over. You, you don't throw out the massive money yeah. deal. And by the way, I just saw someone said he would fit with the team, but Boston ain't letting him walk. We know we're just spinning the wheel, though, and the wheel is allowing us to just kind of go over fit. Uh, and- I think there's a strong possibility he leaves them. Well, here's my here's my other thing, though. Why, I, if you're the Celtics... You just lost one of your dogs, one of your energy guys. Yeah. I mean, lost. You trade him away in Marcus Smart. So wouldn't you want to make sure you kept a guy like this around? They're also changing things up, That's right? That's true. KP. Yeah, they've added Tatum. some size. Yeah. Um, I think I think Mike Brown would love someone like Grant Williams, too. Someone that's going to go out there and be physical. He can come out and switch on, switch on guards, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, hey. I'm all about it for the right price. I appreciate everyone hanging out with us. Brad says, we're just spinning the wheel. Sounds like my life. Jesse James (laughs) says, silence, the wheel sees all. Uh, If you're in the chat and you have not done it yet, make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. We also should mention that we will be live for NBA Free Agency, reacting to the deals as they happen. It's one of our favorite live streams of the year. We just stay live for hours and react to every single Woj bomb or Shams slam good i don't know good 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 all right so we're we're both on board with grant williams yeah on board for the right price okay thanks show the wheel spin okay you like showing the wheel spin okay next up morgan spin the wheel oh whoa it went without you spinning somehow (laughs) Uh, Ooh, we've moved on to the trade target area i'm like Oh, see, I see what the wheel's about. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and it pops up on Kyle Anderson of the Minnesota Timberwolves, who's in the final year of his deal. Oh, that's a good point. Well, $9 million. And, of course, Minnesota has a lot of money committed to Cat, Gobert, 
And they just agreed to an extension with big man Nas Reed, giving him $14 million a year. Morgan, I know the Kings were interested in him last offseason mm-hmm. when he was a free agent. He elected to go to Minnesota. If you could get Kyle Anderson in a trade, go do it. He is exactly the type of player you need. He's got size. He is long. And you talk about a guy who can pass the ball. He does everything pretty well. Yeah. Yes. He, he also has a little dog in him. He'll get after his own teammate. Um, yeah. I think the most interesting thing is just what you said. Final year of his contract. Minnesota is in this very weird spot. Uh, giving all of their bigs all the money in the world, right? Because for the same position, why not shove the most money there? Totally makes sense. But with Kyle Anderson, if that is a contract and someone that they're going to be like, okay, well, let's find a good deal for him. Um, I would love to see him with this Sacramento Kings roster. Um, But I also do think about, okay, what is going to be his asking price after his nine mil? We'll worry about that later. I don't don't care about what. What's going on, Bojack? Do you need help? Bojack's struggling at the moment. My goodness, trying to go out the door. All right, we're good. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't care about that. Okay. Well, then shit. Trade for him. Let's go. Minnesota needs to save some money. Give us a little slow-mo. Yeah, I just, I love the idea of adding someone like that. Because he could start for you. He can come off the bench. He's He's a skilled player. And, you know, you talk about when Sabonis is off the floor, having someone like Kyle Anderson out there who's used to the dribble handoffs, who's used to setting up his teammates that can grab the ball and push a little bit on the break and find his teammates. Hey, I like it all. I like fit. everything that he does on the floor. I, just a few other things. 29, when does he turn 30? And then if that is someone, obviously, that you're trading for, you are going to want to sign, hopefully extend his contract if you know everything goes well. Man, you, you guys think so much about the future. I'm thinking yeah. about this year. No. I don't, we'll worry about that later. No, the wheel wants you to think about it all, dude. <laughs> like, you got to think about it all. Hey, show it. Are you ready for uh-huh. the... You got to be a little faster with the wheel. Too early. Ooh. Hey. OG Ananobi. We've talked about him a lot. Obviously, you'd be interested in him. Interesting note that came out recently is that he has left clutch and he has joined CAA. Why did he leave clutch? I don't know, but don't know. there was that report from our guy Damian Barling about a week and a half ago that the Kings were aggressively pursuing him. Masai seems like he's a tough GM to deal with and probably asking a lot for OG, but OG has switched agencies. He's got different reps now. I don't know how that impacts things. I, I I stand firm on this. I don't think that you can get OG without get it, getting rid of Keegan Murray. You, probably not. And so you don't do it. You just, you don't, you don't do it. That's, um, I don't, I don't see why you would. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, uh, I don't want to say there's a lot of similarities because their games are still very different but if you want to talk i mean i guess but if you want to talk about like length and you want to talk about uh you know 
youth age being on their side. Um, yeah, you, you stick with Keegan. But if there was a way to aggressively get OG here without getting rid of Keegan Murray, yeah, you, you absolutely want to add a piece like that. Um, you look where this NBA is evolving into, and you got to be a two-way player. You got to be able to do it on both sides. And OG is that guy, and he's like 25, 26 years old. He's a really talented player. He's had some injury stuff over the years, too. But, yeah, I, I mean, another guy that you think about the Kings' weaknesses, you go, okay. Um, you know, he obviously doesn't have the same scoring, scoring ability. And I think that may be a knock on him by some. Is like, okay, is he a guy that you can count on to, to get you 20 a night? It's like, no, he really hasn't done that. You know, after the All-Star break last year, he shot it well, nearly 18 points a game. But it's more for his ability to be a legit defensive presence for you, something that the Kings have been lacking for a long, long time. All right, Morgan, let's do it again. Try to spin. Okay, eliminate. Yeah. Okay, ready? <laughs> Why is my reaction off? No. <laughs> Josh Hart is I, the I name. I like Josh Hart. But, like, we, we've gone over so many other names that I'm like, I'd rather. And I know that's not what the wheel is about. Um, Josh Hart has that dog in him. Yeah. Port Gets rebounds. Portland, he not showed. Not scared. Portland, he showed. Like, he wasn't, you know, wasn't getting any shots off. It wasn't working for him. And then he goes to New York and Tibbs. And it's like, oh, he has a shot. He's a willing shooter. And he can make his threes. Um, He's not leaving there. I don't know why he would. It fits him perfectly. He, I think he loved the vibes there. He loved the fit. He loved what he was able to do. And there's a rumor that uh, Dante DiVincenzo may be landing with the Knicks too. Ooh. And it reunites all the Villanova teammates, Brunson, Josh Hart, and Dante DiVincenzo. Wow, that's a short team. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Josh uh, Hart. See you. All right. Bye, thank the you. The names are shrinking. The names are shrinking. Okay. Yeah, I don't like some of these names. Yeah. Let's talk about the next name on the board. A guy that we know pretty well. HB. Harrison Barnes. I don't feel like people appreciate Harrison Barnes enough in Sacramento. Amen. I am more than aware of his flaws. He's not perfect. Nobody's not. perfect. But I, I, I don't think he gets enough credit for what he brought to the team, especially during the regular season, the playoffs, he wasn't great. And I think a lot of people are going, yeah, but in big moments, he shrinks. Look, if the Kings are trying to count on Harrison Barnes in the playoffs, then something else is going wrong. Yep. It's Fox and Sabonis. Is there another guy who could step up? There's four fifths of the Kings starters who did not play to their potential in the playoffs. I think Harrison Barnes for the right price and the right role, in my opinion. I think you have to start considering like, all right, maybe he doesn't play as many minutes, but I think you have to give the guy credit for one, being available all of the time. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. He's Preach. played a ton of minutes over the last four years. Yep. There was a stat I saw that I can't find again, which is great that I'm even trying to cite it, <laughs> that there have only been like four players in the NBA who have played more minutes than Harrison Barnes has in the last four years. I think one of them is Jason Tatum. The other is Luca. 
he's always available. He goes out there. Some nights can give you 20, but you don't need him to give you 20. You need him to, at times, bail you out, get to the free throw line, which get he does aboard. at a great rate. Yes. I wish that was more consistent. I know. But the three-point shooting has been really consistent in his time in Sacramento, except, of course, in that in that series against uh, I, Warriors. I know you wish the rebounding was more consistent, but his battling in there alone yeah. and his him boxing out players trying to do the right thing causes attention or you know it brings attention it, it's it adds the chaos in there and in his effort to go after things can help others right finish off the play finish off getting the rebound um and i think with harrison too we talk about his availability and how important that is and we don't give that enough credit when we look at a lot of these players. That's something that why I'm looking at how many games are being played by a lot of these free agents or um, who the Kings should target, you know, and trade for. And it's very important. And he's always there for his teammates. He's a really good guy. He's a vet. I know he's getting older, but for the right price. Yeah. I think the other thing is just his leadership. Yes. That locker room presence. I mean, you lost Matthew Delavadova. You got to keep someone like a Harrison Barnes. But not only that, you one of the things you mentioned too, right in the beginning, you said in the right role. And to me, what that could mean is, uh, is there this front office does something to make this roster better. So Harrison Barnes is coming off the bench. Now I'm not acting like. That is something he would even go for. I'm not acting like that is the right thing to do. But, I mean, if he was coming off your bench in part of your depth, like, holy shit, you're doing something right. Yeah, and I don't know what he wants. You know, we've heard the reports that the Pacers are really interested in him. His relationship with Tyrese obviously has been impactful. He also has a close relationship with Pacers head coach Rick Carlisle from his time playing for Carlisle in Dallas. And Indiana does have some money. Yep. But, you know, what would his role there be? Like, does he want to be in that situation? Does that fun? He's a Midwest guy. Like, could, does that, is that kind of a perfect fit for him at this point in his career? Or do you want to, you know, come back to Sacramento and maybe be in a different role? I don't know. Maybe the Kings do view him as a starter moving forward. I think my concern, just there are just bad matchups for him. And I think, you know, that that's the thing that people want to point out defensively is like, oh, man, you can't guard this guy. He can't do that. Yeah, I, I get all that. And if you can improve that a position, bringing him off your bench, God, he'd be so good coming off the bench. I mean, he, he would be good for any team coming off the bench. But I also I think he's still valuable as a starter in yeah. this league. I just I also I just think that when we go through this wheel, there are other players, whether it's even at a younger age or just have different skill sets that I'm like, yeah, but that would just, that would bump this team up a little bit more, but try and keep Harrison Barnes uh, in any way possible. Oh, thank you so much to Will Z. Killing it with the stats. He has the stat I was looking for. Most total minutes in the last four years. Mikkel Bridges, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Harrison Barnes. Wow. So Luca was not on the list. I made that up. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Wilson. But Bridges, Randall, Tatum, Barnes have played the most total minutes in the last four years. I don't think 
any NBA fan, if asked that question, would name Harrison Barnes. If you're like, hey, name the four who played the most minutes the last four years. I don't think I, I would. Tatum would be maybe the one. Bridges plays like every game, too. That's yeah. It. I just, yeah, I wouldn't have remembered that and seen that. It's like, oh, yeah. Julius Randle is surprising. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Nope. Great to see him on that top top four. Yeah. Mikel Bridges, man. He's a talented player. Um, yeah, I'm not opposed at all to Harrison coming back. I do wonder if, he, one, is he fine with a bench role? Right. Does he want to just remain as a starter? And, two, like, what's it going to cost to keep him? And that, we, that's the other question. We keep talking about would he be okay with the bench role. That's assuming that the Kings add something yeah. that they feel like is an improvement in that spot or is yeah. better. It, it, that's where it's like, you know, is he playing the three or four? What's Sasha doing? What's his role coming off the bench? The backup four? Oh, yeah, Sasha. You know, there's rumors about Trey Lyles is going to resign in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. What's his role with the Kings next year? Is he, are Kings doing a little more small, small ball, ball five, yep. which I thought he actually looked really good in, in stretches throughout the year. And they tried it a little bit in the playoffs and it worked too. Yeah. Maybe that's just depending on matchup, but maybe it's also depending on those nights too, where it's like sometimes some guys just don't have it and then they go in that direction. And it's like, I feel like Trey Lyles is that type that can step up pretty consistent every game. Morgan, are you ready? To I am spin? ready. Go ahead. Here, that was that good was timing. Good. Spin the free agent slash trade wheel, and we have reached Draymond Green. Eliminate. <laughs> Did I stutter? Yeah. Um, here's my thing with Draymond, and we've already debated this on the podcast, so I don't want to spend like a ton of time on it. Good. A couple of things. Why I'm eliminating him. It's not going to happen. Okay. That's one. He's going back to the Warriors. Okay. Two. As much as I think he could help this team defensively. Yeah, he can help any team in the NBA defensively. I just don't, I cannot figure out how he would fit with Sabonis in the right. front court. And not because he stomped on Sabonis' chest and maybe they Which probably is, still have issues at some point, right? Um, but also, like, I don't, like, from a spacing perspective, having, like, two guys who are not threats beyond the arc. I mean, Draymond... On the surface, on your team, would it could he help you? Yeah, but here he'd get paid a ton of money. He'd be starting for you. And then there is this component with me, with Draymond, where I feel like if he came to Sacramento, it would be a lot of like, hey, look, you peasants haven't won anything. I've won championships. This is how it's done. I'm you Mr. Know? Clutch. I have a yeah. podcast. Like... Everybody, it's about me, or I'll punch you in the face. Um, I'm with you. He's gone. Which, by the way, did you see the the comments that were made of what led up to Jordan Poole getting punched in the face? Were those real? I don't know. It was. I off screenshotted some podcast. it. Yeah. Okay, it yeah. was off some podcast where they were he and Poole were going back and forth. Well, he said, "Well, Poole said something. I f more bitches than you." Okay. And then I didn't say it. And then. Then the next one was, um, you'll be in Sacramento next year, and you're going to be poor because they're not going to pay you. And then that was the last one. And then he got punched. Yeah. Which is like, what? Oh, man. I know. Just violence is not the answer, unless it's a violent action movie with Shams and Woj. Spin it, Morgan. Oh. 
I'm not feeling good about. No. <laughs> the name is Dwight Howard. Morgan automatically says no. We've talked about him. Training camp invite, maybe, if you need a bit. Uh, you've said that. Do that if you want to, but yeah, no. Okay, I'm eliminating him. Spin Thank it, you. Spin it again. That's, come on. Spin it again. Okay. There's, you know, this, the rest of this wheel, we're just going to throw away. No. The next no. name is someone that the Kings are trying uh, to get around the trade deadline. Well, I don't know if they were or not. There was... A lot of people suggested that they should go get Mason Plumley. He started last year with the Hornets, finished last season with the Clippers. Could he be the backup big the Kings need? A guy that could pass it a little bit, who has some size, does get into foul trouble a lot, but is a backup to Demonis Sabonis. Um, I I hope not. They're not down with Mason No, Plumlee. you know what? I was excited around the trade deadline and everything with everyone else, and then... Then really having an eye on him and seeing what he couldn't do. He um, can't shoot. Yep. There's a, there was just a lot of things he couldn't do and wasn't doing that I was like, nah, I'm just, good. He's a backup big, though. That, it's but not... foul, trouble, foul trouble does nothing for you but deflate a team and then puts the, the starter that you're taking out, that he's backing up, back on the floor. And it's like, I, I could have used a few more minutes before you got three fouls. Shit. Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, and it's so funny because I flip flopped. Like he, I was down for that whole thing. What if he was cheap though, Morgan? What? Are we talking what veteran? Yeah, vet minimum. Venom, minimum. Vet minimum, man. Vet um, minimum. I, and someone in the chat was asking about Brooke Lopez. Again, I just don't like Brooke Lopez. It, it sounds like is going to re-sign with the Bucks. Lopez was awesome last year. He's getting older. He's had his back issues in the past. But if you're him, let's see, start for the Bucks or go to Sacramento and back up Sabonis. I mean, you're starting with the Bucks. I, yep. I, I think he still views himself as a starter in this league. Yeah. And I mean, and he should too. We will get to some more names in just a second Ooh. on our NBA free agent slash trade spin the wheel. But let's tell you today that the night chat is presented by East Sack Fitness. I'm going to tell you something, guys. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, I gained 15 pounds between January and the end of the season. Deucey's shrinking a bit. Deucey's getting in this shape. I can see it in your face. You're damn right. Because I'm clanging and banging. And what I started to do now, I'm running. I'm playing basketball. Ooh. I'm going to Roosevelt Park. Who's meeting me at 10th and P? Let's go get Damn. some runs in. Let's, oh, you want four and four? Let's run four, you cowards. I might be five out there, on too. Five on five? Let's go. I've been going out there. There's been some good games. I know. I know. People see me there. Oh, wow. But this we're guy... definitely talking about ESAC yeah, Fitness. Anyway, <laughs> ESAC Fitness helping me get in shape. If you want to get in shape, go to ESAC Fitness. They've got classes. They've got everything you could possibly need from yoga to spin to a recovery room with a cold plunge, check out East Sac Fitness. That's eastsacfitness.com. Also presented by Joey Reagan over at Lion Real Estate. If you're looking for a house in the Sacramento area, let Joey help guide you. He's got a passion for Sacramento, and he can help you land your dream home. Yeah, he does it all when it comes to Sacramento. So, I mean, if you're looking to buy or sell your home, Joey's just really easy to deal with, too. You know, like, you're like, oh, can I do this? And can you help me with this? And what about that house? Joey's going to help with all of it. So make sure to hit him up. Yeah, his website is jreagan.golion.com. That's jreagan.golion.com. 
You can also call or text him, 916-412-4592-916-459-412. Yeah, I forgot the 412 part. Yeah, yeah. 92. I was testing you to see if everyone remembered we, the 412 yep, part. Good job. Yeah, yeah. That's license number 02128070. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Appreciate everyone's support of the podcast tonight. Make sure if you have not yet, hit oh, the yeah. thumbs up button. Let's go. Let's go, party Hit people. Hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. Ooh, we finally surpassed 12,100 subs. We appreciate Whoa. all those supporting us during this off-season run. As I mentioned, we're going to be live for NBA free agency yeah. throughout the whole thing. Uh, we'll also be at the California Classic, which is next week. Yes. And Deuce and Mo hitting the road to Las Vegas, July 7th through 11th. Viva Las Vegas! <laughs> three, we did three nights Viva. in Vegas. This year, four nights. Will we survive? We'll find out. I'm a little nervous. We'll find out. I'm a little nervous. Um, also, people in the chat, uh, Rob says, that is walking distance. I've never seen you at 10th, 10th and P, Deuce. I, look, I've been there, man. You'll see me roll up on my electric scooter. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Like, no, no, not the scooter, boy. Yep, scooter gang, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to spin that we've yeah. eliminated Eliminate. Mason Plumley. That cool. was the last name. So we are getting the wheel is getting thin here. Let's spin it. Let's spin the wheel. I don't know if Morgan's gonna like some of these names I coming already, up here. Oh. oh, here's a trade target. An absolute no. The Kings have the cap space to absorb his deal. A member of the Hornets, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Well, I mean what here's my is there something i don't know like why it would be one of those nerdy nba behind the scenes things that i don't know like it would be smart for them to for example <laughs> you're talking about well he's got a huge deal that's expiring i mean i guess that's one uh just to be clear he played 50 games last year with the hornets uh, average just under 15 points a game 47 percent shooting 32 percent from three along with 4.3 rebounds, 4.1 assists. The year before that, 49. The year before that, 44. The year before that, 52. So like a part-time player is what you would be trading for. A part-time player. I don't really like him as a person. And he just, I mean, on top of all that, Deuce, it's not like he's explosive anymore. And sadly, he's had injuries throughout his entire career. And why? Why? I'm just here. Here's where I officially like I've always kind of been down on Gordon Hayward. <laughs> but this is the last straw. But when he had this haircut last year, when he rolled up like that, I went, is he OK? Yeah. And then I, I know some people in the chat. I can already see it now if I clicked over. I'm not going to read it. Hey, Deuce, where was he on January no, 6th? I, no. I'm not I am not reading those <laughs> all those messages. <laughs> we <laughs> Uh, dude and that that's like his and i'm not making fun of anything it seems like a britney no, spears shave he, your head moment <laughs> like just no in all honesty he's just been so hurt over the years i just don't know yeah i mean prime gordon hayward sure 
Oh, absolutely. There was a time where I was like, his size alone still, he can add so much. Um, and then he just gets hurt. Like, in, and again, not making fun of him because it is sad when someone does have that sort of health injury, but yeah. it's like you'd breathe on him and it's like broken ankle. So just to be clear, um, you wouldn't want him to storm this capital in Sacramento. <laughs> No? We're so immature. Okay. But seriously, yeah, I don't really like him as a person. Okay. Right. Really, really, Gordon. <laughs> you and your okay, stupid so, haircut. So. Bye. Eliminated. All right, all right, eliminated. Okay. All I'm right. usually not such a dick, but all he right. seems like a dick. Spin the wheel. Uh, oh, God. Come on. Oh, how about his teammate? <laughs> Actually, this is an interesting one a little bit. Uh, PJ Washington. PJ Washington is a free agent. <sighs> Got some good size. Has shown the ability at times to be a big time scoring threat. Get your buckets. God, he put up like, did he have like 40 plus on the Kings a few years back? PJ Washington. I think he had a big game. He was one of the Kings killers. And um yeah, I I I don't know how I feel necessarily. Like I don't I don't have a strong opinion on PJ Washington. Yeah. Um which I think is very fair. Like, I don't feel like Gordon Hayward about him, you know? But I also go, what does he do? Like, does he really make this roster better, or is it just adding that depth? And I want to, just a quick update, I believe he's now a restricted free agent, so the, the Kings would have to offer okay. him a deal, and the Hornets could elect to match or not. Last year with the Hornets, he did average a career high, 15.7 points, 44% shooting, 35% from three. Uh, average just under five rebounds, 2.4 assists. He played 73 games, all starts with the Hornets. I think the other thing we have to remember with the Kings cap space is they can absorb money in a deal. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to be in free agency, too, that they acquire the, the person that they really like. But, yeah, P.J. Washington, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be mad at it. It's, yeah. it's not, to me, a sexy name by any means, but... That's what, okay, I'm glad, because I'm like, why doesn't it do anything for, oh my God. We're down to three names. Yes. Three names on our spin the wheel. <sighs> um, yeah, but if PJ Washington, I, I think he could help. He's got good size. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's, <laughs> PJ Washington's like it, sure. All right, we, All right, we're going to eliminate Kelly Oubre because we already did that. We're down to three names. <laughs> There's... Spin the wheel. <laughs> There's only one on here that I'm... No, The wrong. first Next. one that has popped up is Dylan Brooks. I want to spend some time on Dylan Brooks for a second because there's a lot of talk right now that the team that wants to offer him money is a team with a lot of cap space, the Houston Rockets. Oh, yeah. They have been tied to Fred Van Vliet on possibly a deal. Oh, yeah. That would pay him like 40 mil or something a year for just two years. They've got a lot of cap space uh. right now. And I do think like... I don't have a problem if they sign some short-term deals like that. Even if it's like, hey, Fred Van Vliet's not worth 40. Yeah, we get that. We get that. But he's a grown-up. He's been around. And that team has too many young guys. You can't just start the season playing a whole bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds and, and, and find growth and success, especially during the tough times that they will inevitably hit as an organization. So to have someone... Like 
a Fred VanVleet yeah. or a Dylan Brooks. I know it's Dylan Brooks, but like no, 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 no. I think I think you're wrong when you say it's someone like Dylan Brooks because <laughs> He's you just been think on good teams. Uh, sure, but you you put some personalities like Kevin Porter Jr. and Dylan Brooks and Jalen Green. Um, it it sounds interesting. Yeah, right. It does. I mean, what is that? What does that really do for you when it comes to? I don't know. And that's that's wrong. I guess I'm just putting I'm putting some personalities in a box, but Dylan Brooks, depending on what you can get him for, if you're anyone in this league um, and you're putting him in the right situation, then sure, go for it. And I know that's why a lot of people are like, well, in Sacramento, if he was with Mike Brown, what makes you think that it wouldn't be the right fit? I just don't think a lot of basketball players respect him so go go put him with the maj podge of players in houston well not maj podge it's just young players in yeah. houston um with a new head coach and kind of figure it out from there and can fred van vliet be the one that can be that vet and 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 be that leader for all of them i just i don't know just a floor general that can Showed them the ropes of what life is like in the NBA and a guy who had I love him kind of the long road, yeah, to becoming an all star in the league, right? Dude, told I mean, think about what he did behind Kyle Lowry forever and then finally got his shine and his contract, and then it's been weird. So, like, absolutely, in I don't know, Ime Adoka, that whole situation, you look at what he did with the Boston Celtics at first, and you're like, well, yeah. You feel like things could work with that, so I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving it enough love. Yeah, I. it's going to be a big year for Dylan Brooks to kind of rehabilitate his image. I do think some of the stuff that was put out, especially after the Grizzlies were like, there's no circumstance that we would bring him back. They pinned a lot on him yep. when it's like, yeah, that wasn't the only thing going on there. Yeah, you, know? you guys didn't do a great job of yeah. managing your players yeah. and... I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not like you need to babysit, but do better. All right, two names left. I trolled Morgan with one of them. We'll just spin it anyway. Um, the first name, uh, the last name was DeMarcus Cousins. Spin DeMar like that. Yeah, you're such a troll. I'm going to eliminate that. Just, where is he, by the way? Uh, I think he was playing in Puerto Rico. That's where he was. It's kind of crazy that the last name we landed on tonight was Kyle Kuzma. And that was not intentional. Wow. But Kyle Kuzma is the last name on spin. The wheel so the other day jake fisher from bleacher report was putting out there that there's some traction to the kings and kyle kuzma maybe working on a deal uh locally that there's been some pushback on that i know damien was talking about that the last couple of days over at espn 1320 i as far as the fit kyle kuzma i think does make a lot of sense I, I feel like he is the type of player that would thrive in Sacramento. If he elects to go elsewhere, look, you can't get a mad at a guy for going out and getting paid a ton of money. Sure. If Houston's going to go out there and spend $35 million on Kyle Kuzma, huh. good like, fine. Yeah, have fun. Go do it. You, yeah. Go do it. I think I'd be disappointed in Kuzma. Maybe I'm just being a, a Kings homer here, but I'm like, dude, the Kings would probably pay you like $25 million. Okay, you're going to start and you're going to play a big role on the team. You might not get all the shots that you want, 
but like it might be better for it, your career. You're gonna probably play some fun basketball, get some great looks, play with one of the top point guards in the league and Fox and all NBA big and Sabonis and shooting everywhere. And you're going to get some good looks. Oh, and by the way, in transition, we know what you can do. Oh, under Mike Brown, you can reach your total defensive potential in which we, by the way, we've seen stretches from him. where have been some really nice defensive mm-hmm. moments. I think you'd make a lot of sense in Sacramento, but man, it's, it seems like it's not going that route. Yeah. And, Let's just. And let's, also, maybe the Kings are interested. I just have a tough time thinking Monty's not interested when he almost traded for him. Let's just say it is going in in that direction, and um, we're just not hearing things. Whatever's going on, I like Kyle Kuzma, and I think there were a lot of people. If it was last season, or was that last season? Whenever it was, where they're like. Kuzma, he's just a poor man's this, or he's just that, or he's Mr. Hollywood. I think there is this narrative around him because he is flashier with his clothing, whether it's a triple XL pink sweater with holes in it, and that costs three thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, but who cares? <laughs> who because cares? he's averaging twenty points on the floor, yeah, yeah. and he's twenty-seven years old, and he's long, and hasn't he's even he's athletic yeah. and hasn't even reached his defensive potential. Plays and with force, and we always talk about situational uh, situations yeah. with these guys, and I just think Mike Brown has the ability. Like we heard from all the postseason press conferences from the individuals like Terrence Davis and Trey Lyles of what Mike Brown created and what he brought out of them as basketball players, why wouldn't he be able to do that uh, with someone like Kyle Kuzma? You know, like he's he's reaching that star power with like being Hollywood or whatever, but I still think he has he has it to to like not have too big of an ego listen yeah. to a coach and um be a team player i mean he's been on a championship team before i know right. it's a different role with the lakers but he won a championship too um i think the other thing too when you look at him versus jeremy grant younger than jeremy grant and as the chat just mentioned i forget who said it i it's popping too much and i'm missing it they were mentioning the rebounds yeah he's averaged last year the i'm sorry the year before last 8.5 rebounds a game Love this it. past year 7.2 rebounds a game jeremy grant does not and then you get into the playmaking you know with the that he, he gets up his teammates too you know 3.7 assists per game last year the, the three-point shooting has not been great i like 33 i, I love that number to be up he was at 33 percent this past year, 34% the year before. But I also think with better spacing in Sacramento, he's going to get cleaner looks. And I I do believe that percentage goes up. And like, to what? I don't, 35, Like you've 36? already mentioned, he is an athletic player. He yeah. can create. He can find the... He's a smart player. He'll find his guys. And then you put him in this system, in Mike Brown's system, with so many different actions being run. And Push the ma- pace. And maybe it's even being run for him. And then it just it just elevates his game to another level. I don't know. I feel very positive when I talk about Kyle Kuzma and his fit with the Sacramento Kings. But who knows what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I don't know what to, to believe at this point in time. You know, it seems like there's some traction. I know Ham reported this. Damien's been talking about this too. Ham had reported 
that the the they got the Barnes and, and the Kings maybe got close to a deal at one point. It was eighty five percent done. I meant to hit up Ham about like what's that? What's eighty five percent? What's the difference between like eighty percent and eighty five percent, ninety percent done? What's eighty? Can you elaborate? I need on to know. 85? But then he also reported last night. By the Ham's on vacation to Mexico, reporting oh this God. good for him. That, that he's probably like seven margaritas deep. Going, ah, eighty five or ninety five? Eighty five percent. But he reported last night that talks uh, have renewed between Barnes and the Kings for okay. whatever that's what for what that's worth. So. I don't know. I don't know what to believe this time of year. Morgan, if you were to ask the basketball gods for something, what like give, go ahead. Ask the basketball gods for something uh, with the Kings. Um you have to pray. You know? Oh. Yeah. I was gonna like rub a genie lamp. No, I, I, no, yeah, yeah, the no, basketball it's not, a, it's not the basketball it. genie, it's a basketball god. Yeah. Um I would love what, excuse, oh. you have to address Oh, I pray for or uh, basketball god, dear gods. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh my. Oh my basketball god. Who are you? Um, I'm just a cute little basketball junkie, and I have a prayer. Go, go ahead. That's why I'm here. <laughs> um, can I pray for? Uh, the same health vibes as this year for next year's roster. You can pray for whatever the hell you want. Oh, I don't think gods are supposed to say hell. I'm the fucking basketball <laughs> god. I can say what I want. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so, so Ryan goes, that ain't God, that's a demon. <laughs> uh, Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, health, that's one thing. You know what, basketball god? I'm gonna pray for one more thing. And I'm gonna act like you're genie, because then I get this for sure. I want Jeremy Grant. <laughs> that's it. Are you sure? Oh, no, I don't know. No, God. What, what is going to happen? No, no, I take it back. Why do you think your team, you deserve Jeremy Grant? Because this city deserves a complete roster with depth and health and happiness to, to keep building and, and win a championship, goddammit. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, give me a second here. Just gotta think about some things. <laughs> you will take Kelly Oubre and Life. <laughs> no, no. This god shit doesn't work with me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want Kelly Oubre. <laughs> No, 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 no. I guess people are right. It did kind of sound like the basketball demon yeah, more. You're right, dude. Right, right. Look, Jesse James, and I will swallow your soul. <laughs> like, uh, that is so stupid. By the way, we just got this roadcaster today because the other one broke and Deuce is playing around with the sound effects. Yes, I also have a megaphone that uh, I, I need to address you guys today. 
as we approach NBA free agency. Let's remember a few things. Let's remember that these are just rumors. There's smoke screens. Let's all have confidence in Monty McNair and let's all praise the basketball god. That's a good deuce. That's a good deuce. Okay, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. I'm Wait, never doing just, this again. You, you, can I just say, too, when you just had the megaphone yeah. voice, yeah. you literally it <laughs> echoed, and I hear him right here trying to say, and they, 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 like he was echoing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was already being echoed. Uh, let's give some people uh, some love. Uh, we had some super chats, uh, and we have some people who became members again. Thank you so much oh, to Kenneth for becoming a member, Kenneth. along with our guy, Ryan. Saying, how'd it go with the Ryan. mixer? Sound is crisp. Yeah, I guess it went okay. Um, <laughs> I know we had a couple more. I don't want to miss anybody on the super chat, including Peyton, who donated five bucks, saying, Corey Joseph is a free agent, provides depth off the bench, good veteran player thoughts. Aww. Okay. Um, Actually, nice. honestly, as a third point guard, yeah, it's not the worst idea it's at all. Not. I mean, step up I, for Matthew Delvadova. When Sac when Sacramento had Corey Joseph and they were starting him, I was losing my mind at times. But he's in a different role, a, a different time of his career now, right? Yeah. Um, he's a guy that's been around the league. People in Sacramento know him. I I agree with you. It, yeah. it's it's like the Delhi route, but I you know I think Corey has shown that he can still play a little bit. Bit that's in in yeah that's why like no there's no knock on Delhi when I say that I I truly believe those two are just really good human beings. But Kojo and his ability to still play the game at a high level, yes. Yeah, and I know Peyton's like As oh they took me serious. Look I look I know on the surface you're like oh Deuce I'm gonna troll you with a little Kojo thing here. But third point guard? Who, and in who that is the third room. point guard? Who is the third point guard at the at this point, you know? Yeah. And in that locker yeah. room. So wow, that was a wasn't expecting that either. Uh Brad says, What is Sasha what if Sasha doesn't accept the offer? Yeah, I mean, I I think I'd be surprised if Sasha did not come over. If he doesn't accept, then he you move on. I mean, there's nothing you can do. You have his rights. If he elects not to come over, it means he wants to stay with Olympiacos and win there. Okay. It'd be unfortunate, especially with, you know, all the time that the Kings have put into this traveling there multiple times to go see him in person and chat with him. I, I would, I think I'd be really surprised if it did not happen. I agree. I agree. But you, you know, you, you talk about all the time that they put in going over there. You're, going, you're traveling the world to watch some hoops too, which sure, is but, pretty cool. I mean, at, at some point, you're perspective. He's at the, I was, the perfect I know. time to come over if he's, he's going to make the jump. I'm not going to hate on a guy for going. You know what? Me and my family want to stay here. I want to play for Olympiacos. I could be a two-time MVP and win something here, dude. Good on you. Like. I, I think we take offense to this stuff. Like it's like, oh, you you don't want to accept the NBA challenge? What a coward! It's like, dude, the guy may not want to move to the West Coast. I'd be surprised, yeah. but yeah. So. so, so that was weird. So, you know, so, 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 so. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything else uh, tonight as we get closer to free agency. Oh, here's a couple of things. Uh -huh. Just notes from around the league. The Bucks feel good about re-signing Middleton, Lopez, and Jay Crowder. Okay. They gave up like 75 second-round picks to get Jay Crowder. 
Uh, Max Struess to the Pacers, maybe? Sources tell Mark Stein that the Pacers, who are projected to have more than $30 million in cap space, are strongly weighing a three-year offer for Struess in the $48 million range. Whoa. Really? Yeah. What? Uh, what? What? You like him in that role? I mean, they just want shooting. They just want shooting, I guess. I don't know. That's that's what Buddy, Max Struess, yeah, Tyrese, launch him, put him up, okay, Buddy, cool. and I think Buddy's in the final year of his deal too. Okay, so, um, also the Timberwolves declined Torian Prince's deal today. His option was seven point four million. He averaged ten points a game in his seven years, according to Woods. Joins the free agent market. Uh, a couple of notes on this. Torian Prince tweeted, quote tweeted Woj saying, sheesh, appreciate the heads up, Woj. Awful. Awful. Look, dude, Minnesota. and this goes to all NBA front offices. Yes. You cannot leak the news before you talk to the player, man. It's just, I, I know this stuff moves fast, but we're talking about picking up an option. We're not talking about a trade where an agent maybe leaked it. Like, the, the, Respect the, the person. The, the guy's played for your team. He's yes. been a nice role player for you, and you're not picking up his option. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say he should not be finding out when he logs into Twitter. Yep. And if you're going to tell me it's a business, I mean, shut the hell up. It's, I mean, these are people, these are their lives. Like it's called communicating. And of course, Minnesota, the cluster F over there, it's like, they don't have the ability to yep. do that because they're too busy signing all of their centers to um, lots of big deals. Well, we are going to be live again on Friday. When will we be live? It's a great question. Um, I think it really just depends on the action of the morning. I would, you know, free agency starts at 3 p.m. Pacific time. I'm going to assume we're going to go live at 2 p.m. But We've done this before where we assume we go live at 2 p.m. and we end up way earlier because there, there's rumors flying around. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, let's get in on this action. So we are going to be ready to go. We just got this update from Woj. The Clippers aren't guaranteeing Eric Gordon's $21 million contract, and he will become a free agent this offseason. So that's not totally a surprise there um, because he makes a lot of money. So I, I wonder where he'll – this is a vet. He could play. He goes to Phoenix on a really cheap deal. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. That was just the first thought that came yeah, to my mind. No. Um, anyway, so we may be live earlier. I don't know. We just the best thing you can do is make sure you're subscribed to our channel. Your notifications are on. We'll be ready to go as stuff breaks, especially Kings related items. Yeah. And if you follow us on any social media, Instagram, Twitter, we put out the links every single time before we're about to go out. Um, I'm, really sad because we didn't get to do that second movie uh but that's okay i mean i, I can try to load it one no, more no, time no no you, no no you 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 really want this and i hope it's not a letdown also <laughs> I, I i i hope we get some feedback on today's tonight's podcast <laughs> because i did a movie trailer and we spun the wheel and then we busted out a god voice it was really weird I'm just gonna admit that like tonight was a little weird. We busted out a god voice. You busted out a demon voice. Are we not a team? No, we are. But I haven't even seen this new roadcaster. I was too busy getting a facial. Am I glowing? You're so glowing. My free agency facial. Of course, it's not loading. Oh my it's god! Chat GPT having some issues tonight. The other thing that's a little disappointing right now is because of 
our issues with the mixer tonight. Yeah. I don't have my Davion Mitchell chorus to take no. us out. Should I just do it? <clears throat> Let's do it together. All right. Do you have wait, do you have a sound effect to make our voices sound better? Uh, no, wait, that, that, no. that doesn't work. Do yeah. some no, 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 okay. You have to, you have okay. to snap. Yeah. Okay. One, two. Okay. They tell you what they know. No, you're not harmonizing. How do Harmonize. I do it? So, like, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you look so helpless right now. So, I'm going to go, like. How about you follow my lead? No. I, Okay, fine, fine. You be I, the lead. Okay, ready? Or do you want me to be like the deep voice? I want in the back you. Yes. What is that? Alto, alto, or something? Yeah. So don't don't do anything with your voice except just go do sim o do sim. Okay. <laughs> Wait, do I start? Yep. No, we but we do it at the same time because oh, it's God. harmonizing. Oh, I'm so scared right now. Why? Just okay. all you have to do is talk. I'm a solo act. I'm not used to you, sharing the don't, stage. Don't, just I'm, I don't. I don't like ears. sharing the okay, stage with ready? you. Okay. Three, two. Okay, I said stay here and you went up here. I, I can't help it. No. I want to go up. <laughs> Why can't I go then up? Then stay up. Then stay up. Then you go up and Why I'll go down. Go up and all over. Go, you, no, no, because they don't do that. That's not how you harmonize. God, you need singing lessons. Okay, okay, okay. One last time. Ready? Yeah. Okay, so are you going up or are you going high or just Man, stay low? Stay what low. Are my, my throat tells me. Keep your throat low. Right. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Do send mo. Do send mo. Do send mo. They tell you what they know. Do send mo. Do send mo. Do send mo. The podcast that you know. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.